everyone. Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. My name is Dr. Karen Can, the number one best-selling author of the book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And in case you didn't know, there actually is a $1,000 bonus gift that come with the book. You can get it at sensitivityisyoursuperpower.com. We have meditations there, healing MP3s, uh, including my very own Breatharian Blueprint, the Sensitive Soul Rescue Remedy, and much more. So you can go to sensitivityisyoursuperpower.com and check out those bonuses. So um, today I have a very special guest all the way from the UK. I'm super excited because let me give you the backstory because, you know, there's a lot of people that come to me and talk about Hey, Dr. Karen, you know, my family members are not believing me. They, they, they're calling me a conspiracy theorist. They're calling me an anti-vaxxer. Uh, and some of these people are pro-vax, you know, I mean, not so much, but, you know, <laughs> and, and, but they're like, you know, I'm researching all this stuff and finding all this stuff about the vaccines and how it's experimental. It's not really approved. And now they're approving it for children. And, but, but, but children don't get COVID uh, or even if they get COVID, it's not that bad and they don't die from it. And now we're healing, hearing about people dying, these children dying or having myocarditis and I'm freaking out. And, but my family won't listen to me. And you know what I tell them, I, I say to them, my family doesn't listen to me either. So today's guest, Nicholas Binyamin, and we'll give you that URL a little later, how to connect. Um, here's a person that I uh, listened to through uh, Dr. Charlie Ward, actually, who my husband, James, uh, introduced me to. And I started listening to these people who other people would call conspiracy theorists, you know, but I, I started listening and I started, you know, uh, being open to what was going on. And wow, these guys are really connected. They know what's going on in the world. And so I was getting quite a bit of information from these people, amazing people, and then connecting the dots and going, yep, that's actually true, you know, and uh, finding that through my own intuition that, uh, yeah, that's a lot of times what we have to use these days because there's a lot of fake news. And I was able to get Nicholas Vinyamin today on the radio show. I know he's super busy. He's constantly doing uh, so many different interviews with people. He's trying to get the information out. And here's the cool thing. The moment I saw Nicholas, I said, sensitive soul. Now, Nicholas may or may not know what that means, uh, because he's not necessarily in my world or know what I do, but I immediately thought we need to interview Nicholas because he feels stuff like, you know, he's a sensitive soul. He's a young person. Uh, I love interviewing uh, young people, and especially the men, too, because we have a lot of highly sensitive women who are coming out and sharing that piece. But for the men, not so much, not as many. So I love interviewing sensitive young men who are awake. And Nicholas started becoming awake, well, gosh, before the age of 20. Uh, but it was really hard back then. And we'll let him discuss, you know, how he's been handling this whole pandemic, uh, you know, how he changed careers, if you will, um, how he's handling the family members and getting from his perspective, because there's a lot of people of different ages, including a Nicholas age group that are having real challenges here, being heard, being seen, being understood and being respected for what they do. And now that he's, you know, become now a celebrity in a way um, and interviewing all these people from all over the world, sharing their wisdom. Uh, you know, I just want to really, really appreciate Nicholas, what he does. So welcome, Nicholas. Thank you so much for being on Light Warrior Radio. Karen, can thank you so much for, for uh, having me on your show. I'm so honored. It's actually one of the first interviews I've ever done. Um, I usually interview people. So on this occasion, I'm a little bit nervous because <laughs> then I have to, ex I have to be doing, you know, doing the talking. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, well, we really appreciate it. And, um, you know, I, I think one of the videos that I saw you on, I think you were talking to Dr. Charlie Ward just about, you know, you know, your family members and they're not necessarily listening to the, the data and the evidence, things that you've collected. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But what I'd love to know, because, you know, you're brand new to my tribe, is like, what was your journey? Like, you know, in on your website, uh, nicholasbenyamin.com, you mentioned about, you know, kind of becoming awake to how the world really works uh, at a young age. And so what actually happened for you to be awake? And then, you know, what was your journey up until the pandemic? And then now? Mm. Um, I think all my life, I've always been that black sheep in the family where, um, you know, when I was a young child, I always wanted to be around the adults and the adults would say, you know, why don't you go and play with the kids? You know, um, I've, I've always wanted some mental stimulation. My mom said to me, when you were born, you was already 50 years old, you know, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, life never, um, it, it's, I, I always felt that the world was corrupt um, and the authorities where people usually trust the authorities um, and people trust the authorities because they are good people. Um, they are honest people. So they think and believe that the authorities will be honest as well. Um, I just felt that something wasn't right when we, you know, when I started, you know, look into the taxes and X, Y, Z. And um, I, when I was, when I woke up and I realized, okay, we are being controlled. Mm. Um, it was actually a friend of, a friend of mine, a very old friend of mine when I was um, 18 years old and they, sh and I was interested in music at that time. And uh, for a long time, actually, I've always liked singing and dancing. That was my, my um, original passion, if you like, you know, growing up. Um, so I was shown these videos of music videos of many rappers and singers from different genres, but they all had something in common with these videos and that they would all be showing the one that, you know, the all seeing eye that would be doing, you know, this or, you know, I, you know, um, doing these hand gestures with pyramids and stuff like that, you know, hmm. and, um, and, um, and then, you know, you know, there'll be some singers out there that would talk about, you know, the control and the corruption and, and, you know, like Tupac and Michael Jackson. And, and then I started doing more research into the, the, the financial industry, you know, in the, on the federal reserve bank, how they print money, how, that operates um and and i slowly went to other areas and topics and i just had more questions and and then i done a lot of research on um, sex human trafficking on ch on children when i was in my early 20s um, um and then you know i realized that this is all about satan and it's all about you know good and evil um and um I've always been awake since then. But when I was in my early 20s, that's at, when I learned all of that, I, I knew I, I accepted, which was absolutely fine. I, I accepted that we live in a corrupt world. Um, and I just thought, OK, you know, there's nothing we can do um, at that at that time. I was only 22, 23. So I just made the best, you know, with what I can do with my life and just to continue. And I knew that I'd be here temporarily like we all are and we move on. Um, so fast forward to uh, 
to, um, you know, Donald Trump's first term, um, I was studying um, law. So just before the law, I had my own business and it was a, I was in the gold industry and I was selling bullion bars and that was a successful business. I, I, you know, managed to sell that business and, and, it, you know, I, I bought property with it and they, it went really well. So, but then I wanted to go into law as I was getting older. I, I, you know, the, the mature me, you know, me becoming mature, I started to grasp a good understanding of the legal system. And I started you know, maturing into that direction. And I went to law school and my first year was amazing. I, I did really well. I had the, I got a first in every single module. I was appointed to be a leader in, to lead groups for every single one of those modules. Um, wow. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and then, and then COVID hit. <laughs> and then <laughs> COVID hit. And, um, and then what happened was um, I, my father said to me, no, Trump's a good person. You know, just before COVID hit, um, Trump said, no, Trump's, you know, he's doing this, he's doing that. I've got friends in America. They're very happy with him. And I wasn't sure about Trump because I always knew that, you know, if you're a president, you are definitely selected. You know, you're mm -hmm. chosen by the cabal. That's what I but, thought too. You know, so I wasn't sure and I didn't pay too much attention. I just thought this is all, you know, cabal all the way. Um, so although people think, oh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very legitimate system we have. Most people think we, we trust the authorities. I was thinking complete opposite. I was thinking they're all corrupt, <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. So, so then I watched, looked, the, the, the COVID hit us, the lockdown came and I watched the fall of the cabal and that just confirmed everything for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started looking at the executive orders that Trump signed I started um, one thing that he mentioned on the radio when I was driving just before we hit with COVID was that um, they were saying that Donald Trump says, you know, says that um, global warming is a hoax. So that made me think as well. Um, and what happened after that? Then I started watching uh, Charlie Ward. I came across Charlie Ward and a few others. Charlie Ward was talking about things that confirmed the fall of the cabal and many other people. Um, I like Charlie because he, he, he's an older gentleman and he's got this charisma about him. And, um, you know, it, it, I just enjoyed watching him. And eventually I just bumped into um, Charlie Ward's right-hand man. And um, he asked me to go on the show. So we did the show and, uh, and then Charlie's friend, right-hand man says to me, you know, people know you, the video did really well. They love the questions and you know what, you should start your own channel. And I said, no, it's not who I am. It's just, I don't want to show my face. I says, you know, I just, it's just not who I am. I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> and he goes, no, you should, you should. So a week went by and he said, listen, the iron is hot. You know, people know you, people like you, you know, you should, you know, you could make a difference, you know, and ask, you know, do interviews. So then I, I started doing the interviews and, um, you know, in the beginning it was very slow and uh, I, I wasn't sure I was still finding myself, but people just seemed to like the interviews. As soon as I had Jason Q and Charlie Ward more regularly, things started to, 
people started liking it and then Mel K came on came on and and then I had Gene Decode and it's just amazing because when I when I only had 3000 followers I asked I asked um my um his name's Lee um Charlie Ward's right hand man I asked him I said do you think I could have so and so on you know do you think I could have you know um you know Mel K on or or so and so and 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 he would say you've only got 3000 followers they won't look at you right now <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> they won't look at you right now so then i um eventually i was growing and then i and then i interviewed the people that i wanted to interview so then i interviewed um the the people that i wanted to interview i i would interview them and then people would say you know for an example i'll interview jason q mm-hmm. and then i'll receive an email of people saying you know, we've been following Jason Q for five years and this is the best interview we've ever heard him speak in, you wow. know? And then I would have the same response with Gene Decode and the same response with, you know, Juan Savin, and I would have the same response with all of them, you know? And I thought I was overwhelmed. I never expected that, you know? And, um, and then that's when I realized that, um, that, you know, I started, be, you know, feeling synchronized with what I, what with what I was doing. And this is, this is for you. And, you know, and there's a reason why I woke up maybe years and years and years ago from when I was really young. And, and then I came into law and I learned a bit about the music, which, which I had a passion for music. So I came across those videos that woke me up with those friends, bringing it to my attention. And then I, and then it led me to do more research. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I, I just feel that, you know, um, I'm here to do this, to question, to teach people how to question the narrative. Mm, that's and, fantastic. You know, I- and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, amazing. And I, I love it and I'm learning, I'm learning like the viewers and I get, I feel great and I have an adrenaline when I have, um, information that is very overwhelming to me you know when you have a new information about something and the penny drops and you wake up just a little bit more and you think (laughs) wow it's so overwhelming and then it just keeps on in your head for the next few days or a week you know I like that feeling you know and I want to keep having that feeling of being overwhelmed of influx of information that's never been presented to my brain and that's why we shut it away because we feel that you know, cognitive dissonance. So I'm breaking that barrier, you know, and, um, but yeah, it's, uh, here I am. Yeah. Well, it, it is amazing. I think that uh, given that you were awake for so long, that some of the really, um, deep evil that's in the world, you already had bits and pieces of that along the way. Uh, definitely, you know, makes you more, tolerant, if you will, of, of hearing things to, to be able to be open. Um, because there's so many people out there, like you said earlier, that are really good people. They're good people. So they can't imagine the degree of evil that can be out there, uh, whether it be with their government or their, their, you know, medical associations or anything like that. And I know when I started that wake up call, which was not as early as you definitely um, as a medical doctor, I pretty much did whatever the, you know, my association said was, was good to do, you know, and I was one of the best vaccinator doctors out there in, in my, uh, you know, in my hospital, 
because I was very much a rule follower, very much if the organization says to do this schedule, I did it. And, and I made sure that we had checks and balances and it would make the hospital look really good uh, because I would make sure that people would come in for the vaccine. I never once thought that they might not be good for the child. Like I never once thought that, um, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics or American Academy of Family Physicians would not check that, you know, that they were or weren't safe. I didn't know there was mercury in the vaccines. I didn't know there was aluminum in the vaccines. I didn't even look on the package. I'm like, well, the association says it's fine. This is what we need to do. I'm sure there's evidence for that. Uh, and I just assumed that we had good data. Um, and, and so it, it was very shocking, definitely for me. And it was like, you know, I had to take a pause for a minute. They're like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, and then, then I started going down that rabbit hole. So you've had this longer time period, really, you know, delving into the rabbit hole. So now you're completely, you know, open and, and now able to communicate that in a way where you don't get so overwhelmed that you can't do anything. Cause that's, what's happening today is a lot of people absolutely um, get too overwhelmed with, they, you know, they, they can't even think of the possibilities, which I think is why we're having such difficulty waking people up because, because of that cognitive dissonance is, is getting so intense. They just shut down. They, they can't. Absolutely. Do so when I, when I, when I was really young, um, my dad always used to, you know, we were talking, you know, 25 years ago, my dad used to always say, you know, they're, they're going to put cameras everywhere and, you know, they'll be able to see you from your television, from your phones and, um you know microchips and you know and it's happening it's true you know this is this is true and this is 25 years ago and this was the time where you know at, at that time um you could find anything on the internet you know because it was a new thing and um you, you know you could access all of this information but now it's been censored completely on a big scale now especially more than ever mhm yeah I, it's like uh, my my medical colleagues you know, being censored, uh, you know, Dr. McCola, Christian Northrup, um, Carrie Madej, um, um, you know, who's, uh, you know, a very uh, famous um, Dr. Gold, you know, Simone Gold, mm-hmm. uh, Americans Frontline Doctors. And, you know, when I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this woman speak, right? And, and this is when they were in front of the Senate. And I heard the whole speech. And I thought, wow, there are good treatments for COVID. This is awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. And no wonder people shared it like virally. And then it was, then I went to the website, gone. And I was like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> like, I was like, said to James, my husband, I was like, their website's gone. It is gone. Like it is gone overnight. OMG. And so now, you know, now that I've been censored multiple times on Facebook and given the slap, you know, I was like, wow. Okay. I just shared something from Sayer G from telegram and it was like the ai was able to sense that it was from his telegram account and they they got rid of that in minutes wow telegram yeah Yeah, that was that was interesting like they had some sort of ai that figured out whose stuff i shared which is interesting so if i i I do these little experiments nicholas i don't know whether you do that but i'll put some provocative meme up or whatever and then after a while i realized if i actually put the word vaccine in an image that the ai and facebook can tell and instagram can tell the image says vaccine right before you had to write it in the so i'll write nothing i'll write something very innocuous but the image will have the word vaccine and they can catch that 
that's exactly what I do with my thumbnails. I, 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 um, with my thumbnails on YouTube and Bitchu, I, I put everything that I want on there, just little, you know, things that I'm talking about could be vaccines, Trump, you know, deep state, um, and, uh, you know, or vaccine fraud, <laughs> you know, or COVID fraud. Um, but I just don't put it in the, uh, this, in the description or the title on YouTube, especially. Yeah. So I don't know if YouTube is using that same AI, but definitely Facebook, um, they can read images now. Um, and that's very right. frightening, I suppose. Uh, when, yeah, but I, I noticed that one of the things that if I write it, if I create something on Canva, I write something, you know, I call it COVID curiosities and controversies, and then I'll have a link to CBC or whatever government website, that kind of thing, um, that that does not get censored. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, because I'm not as big as you guys, <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> maybe I'll get censored. In the future. But when I share from some of the big guys that have been censored, like the they call them the disinformation dozen, like literally in a tent, you know, and Dr. McCullough and, you know, uh, Christian North of Tenpenny. I mean, there's a, a bunch of them that are really trying to warn people of the vaccine and, and to be cautious. Um, yeah, they, they can catch that right away. They, they've got our number in terms of if we share stuff from them. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, your family, obviously your dad sounds really awake. What about the rest of your family? <clears throat> My dad's really awake. My mom is awake because of me. Um, you know, uh, they got divorced when I was 15 years old, 16 years old. Um, but no, they're both awake. My brother's awake and that's it. I've got one brother only. So, um, all my family are completely asleep. They think I'm a bit probably crazy or I, I'm misled and I follow conspiracy theories. They think that I'm the sheep. So they think that I'm the sheep because I'm being misled. Can you believe that? Wow. A minority. Wow. Okay. You know, so uh, that's what they think, you know. Um, so I, this and would I've be lost... like cousins or aunts and uncles or who, who some you cousins. Your family? Um, some cousins. Okay. Um, uncles and aunts but yeah more on my dad's side believe it or not and my dad is the one that's awake you know um, but my mom's side they're more uh, neutral they sort of uh um they're open they're, they're sli- i find that they're more slightly open-minded okay but there are not everyone on my dad's side but you know most of them they're quite asleep um in, in what's going on but but you know i think in good time i think um they will get to know the truth because the truth is coming out and there's things that I share sometimes with them and they might think, Oh, okay. You know? Mm. Um, but you know what? I think the big issue is the, 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 the biggest problem or the, the, the core problem is that people just can't accept that the authorities have been lying to us. It's simple as that. Yeah. Just simple as that. They just can't accept. As soon as you accept that the authorities have been lying to us, then it just makes everything easy. Everything Mm -hmm. easy. They just can't accept it. You know, they just think, well, why would they do this? And why would they do that? You know? Exactly. Um, They they don't know the end game or the bigger agenda, the bigger picture. So for them, it doesn't make sense. And and it's, and it's true. Both, both my mother and father, um, and I think, you know, my sister and brother, um, you know, don't really believe me. Um, but yet I, I was like, okay, so I'm the one spending hours of doing research and things like that. How many hours have you spent? Like zero. <laughs> you know? And it's independent research and you've got to do your own investigation. You, you, 
when you tell a sleep, uh, you know, somebody who's not aware of what's going on, when you say to them, you know, that, you know, to do your research, they think that you find an article and you just read it. No, no, no. You've got to find, you've got to look for videos. You've got to look for articles. You've got to read the legislations. You've got to read the executive orders. You've got to see, um, you've got to look at their actions. You know, why did they say, like, you know, for an example, a president or a defamation lawyer, you know, their speech, you know, you've got to analyze that speech. You've got to see how it works with that, you know, legislation. You've, you've got to look at everything, you know, doctors, you know, you've got to look at the doctors and you've got to look at, you know, the, the manufacturer of that, of that vaccine, what's in it, you know, the death rate statistics, you've got to do all of this. So wh- when I say research, this is the research we've got to be doing, but w- they just think, oh, you know, you put it in Google and it's the first click on Google. They think they're going to find That's it. Right. They don't realize, they don't realize that Google is so censored. We have to go to DuckDuckGo because yeah. DuckDuckGo is not censored. But I think now they're starting to censor that as well, you know, um, Some things so, I've had difficulty finding, even on DuckDuckGo. Um, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the other thing, too, is that, you know, there, there's an article recently, um, I'm sure it was big where you are, but definitely here, um, that, uh, you know, the, the actual spike protein itself, uh, that these researchers actually made a phony virus, but without any DNA or, you know, viral DNA, but just the, you know, the spike protein. And they found that that was actually harming the endothelium of the blood vessels. So hence that makes sense with some of the blood stuff we're seeing, the clots and the strokes and the, you know, uh, myocarditis and the heart attacks. And, um, but the fascinating thing is uh, Dr. Mercola had this, uh, had put up one of the podcasters and she was saying that she had downloaded the PDF of the study and a few days later, they had changed it already. So even mm-hmm. when good people try to do their research, even if they try to go in DuckDuckGo, they keep changing it. So they keep mm-hmm. erasing and scrubbing the stuff. And people think we're nuts because we yes. saw the original, right? Mm-hmm. But it's changed. It's gone. You know, like one study showed that, uh, now I don't know how good the study was, but the study showed that there was, uh, this was a long time ago, there was uh, more um stuff on the outside of the mask than the inside of the mask which I thought was interesting which I wasn't sure why that would happen but the funny thing is is the 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 journal that published that study this was a long time ago like a year ago more um they made them retract it and the the reason they gave it was because oh they they didn't actually you know give them the right sample or you know something like that right so the authors in the retraction it says we offered to redo the study with the mm-hmm. correct, whatever, bacteria with the correct, uh, you know, um, and uh, no response. So they didn't get to, they didn't get to redo the study. And and all you see is a retracted study. So the average person looking at it, like, oh, it's retracted. So it's bogus, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. But of course, the other phony studies, like the one on hydroxychloroquine, killing people or being really dangerous, of course, after 65 years of being safe, you know, that that was phony data. Like the people luckily actually said, hey, we want the raw data here, right? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't produce it. So the, 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 the journal who really prestigious journal had to pull it, but the damage was already done. They mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. And, 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 and this is it. They, they have to put out what they're doing. You know, they have to put it out there um, because that's how, because then they can say legally, they can say, well, you know, it was there. It was yeah. available publicly. You've seen it. 
right. they've accepted, you know, so, so legally they get away with corruption, but they put it in a, in, you know, they put it very subtly, you know, in plain sight. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, the plain sight stuff they, is really wild. Yeah. And then they remove it. And then they remove it and they, they can, they, they can even report this, the true statistics, for an example, of, of, of this pandemic on the World Health Organization. They, and then after two hours, they will remove it. And then if you ask them, you know, you've removed it, they'll say, yeah, but it was on there. So we've shown you. Yeah, yeah. And then they will oh remove God. it just to say that we've had it on our website and we've shown you. But th- oh this, you know, but when you look into things very closely, um, and, and, and you've lived, you know, and also on the perspective of people who are not awake to all of this, um, you know, their whole lives, they've believed that this system is, 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 uh, is completely leg- legitimate. I, I say it's very, very cleverly done. I think it's a masterpiece, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, it's a masterpiece, you know, what can I say? Well, um, I totally agree with you because I've noticed that, you know, certain, even medical, you know, studies or studies will come out and sometimes the, I'll say the good guys, okay, um, you know, will say, oh my God, see how this is bad. And they're going to take it around. It could cause prion disease. It could cause mass, whatever, right? And um, so I think it's really interesting that I call some of that controlled opposition. Mm-hmm. You don't know who those guys work for, right? But it looks like it's saying bad things about, say, for example, the vaccine, right? Like Bart Klassen came out and said, hey, this could cause brain disease, possibly, right? So I'm, I'm reading, you know, he's an MD. I'm reading his article, which was not censored, <laughs> interestingly. Um, and I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying I'm reading this actual study. I printed it out just to see how he came to the conclusion that these, you know, proteins could go into prions and whatever, and then cause potentially Alzheimer's and mad cow disease type illnesses, right? Very alarming, right? So a lot of people spread, you know, watch out, watch out, you know, read this article, right? So I'm reading the thing and I'm reading, and I'm like, well, how did you figure this out? And he's like, you know, investigation and the methods and we discovered, and I'm like, he didn't say how he did it. Mm. And I'm like, the only thing you could have done was computer modeling. Because you didn't actually say how you did this, right? So computer modeling got us into trouble in the first place. <laughs> Started the whole pandemic panic attack was computer modeling. So now you're saying through computer modeling, this would cause preons. And what really got me was he said something about, you know, the two, like to the effect of the zinc going into the cells. And I'm thinking that's really actually good, you know, putting the zinc into the cells. That's how hydroxychloroquine works, right? It just shot, shuttles zinc into the cell, but it, the article insinuated, didn't say, insinuated that that was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think the other, the other thing is the mainstream media. It's like Donald Trump says, it's the enemy of the people. And it is the enemy of the people. They just lie. And the government controls the mainstream media. You know, and I don't call Donald Trump a politician. He's a businessman and he loves his country. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he, he's not a politician. He's a president, patriot president. You know, yeah, I'm getting to understand that I never liked the guy <laughs> because, you know, on TV, he was yelling at people and, and I'm such a sensitive soul, right? I just don't like people that aren't nice mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, seemingly compassionate, right? But down deep down, um, 
you know, I think his heart's in the right place. And, and it was actually three healer friends of mine that introduced me to this whole idea. We were doing um, a, a conference on multiple souls and they were getting us to do different readings on different famous people. And, um, you know, three of them, you know, said, look, Donald Trump's got an angelic soul. And I'm like, but you know what? Maybe his personality is designed this way. You know, everything happens yeah. for a reason. Exactly. He needs to be like this. Like, who else can like tolerate that? S H I T, right? Like that he gets. You know, up. I showed my I showed my friend a video of Donald Trump um, in a in a conference where people were just asking questions and they were pushing and they were interrupting and and uh, even my friend said, "Look, these these people are being rude." Donald Trump is like he's holding it all in. You know, mm-hmm. so when you see the true side of him that the mainstream media don't report, they don't show it. No, you know, no. And, and, and definitely, you know, the whole, you know, the Capitol riots and, and things like that, just very suspicious that, you know, the part where he's like, go in peace, you know, <laughs> and I was like, that's, hmm, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. What? The part where he says, go in peace. Right. It was so suspicious. And then James, actually, my husband watched the entire impeachment process, hours and hours and hours. And he's like, you won't believe the stuff. <laughs> they made up stuff. You know, they Photoshop stuff as their evidence. I'm like, mm-hmm. but nobody has the, here's the thing, Nichols, I don't know about your family, but, or, and friends, but a lot of people are so overwhelmed already from the pandemic, the stress, what they have to deal with. They just want it to be over. So they are going to take the quickest, fastest way that they are being told to get it over. So maybe you can speak a little bit about, you know, your experience with your friends and family related to that. I don't think they care what they put in their bodies, to be honest. They don't care about the ingredients. They don't care about the statistics. They just care about traveling. Um, Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, I just want to, I would sacrifice traveling for my health you know, until this is over. I know it won't be mandated because it's an experimental drug and constitutionally you cannot mandate a experimental drug, especially that it has a higher death rate than the COVID-19 itself, which is consistent to the common cold, which to me is not a pandemic. So, um, you know, people need to do their research. This is not about a vaccine. This is not about, you know, um, a pandemic you know the numbers are just far too low um, and then in 2020 we saw this the, the numbers of the flu and the common cold of the death rates of those that were next to zero so they've all been transferred you know over to COVID-19 and then you wonder why they all share all the similar symptoms you know and then and then all of a sudden you're ill even if you don't have symptoms so now it's like when they have that power and you and they say you're ill, you're a, you're a risk, but even if you don't have, yeah, you don't even have symptoms. If you don't have symptoms and you're a healthy person or you're a child or you're a, you know, whatever you are, you have to isolate. So now it's just the way of the government, you know, acting treasonous, you know? So that's, you know, um, but then I saw in, I saw a video of uh, this morning of um, Anthony Fauci, saying that we will be receiving a, a, um, a, um, an outbreak, a surprise outbreak. I think I have this video here. Let me see if I can show you and the listeners. Um, just have a listen to this. There's one message that I want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge, the coming administration in the arena 
of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. A surprise outbreak. Mm -hmm. And And that was what year? um, I don't, it doesn't say which, let me just have a look. That that does sound familiar. It sounds like it was a couple of years ago. And it uh... it must have been uh, because he was talking about what's to come. But then then I've got this video um, of uh, Obama speaking in 2014. Have a listen. Mm. And likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is and in order for us to deal with that effectively we have to put in place an infrastructure not just here at home but globally that allows us to see it quickly isolate it quickly respond to it quickly so that if and when a new strain of flu like the spanish flu crops up five years from now or a decade from now we've made the investment and we're further along to be able to catch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, it's, hey. it's like prepping people. Um, I don't know whether you know this, Nicholas. I wanted to share this because I thought that was, you know, once we started, you know, waking up to the whole pandemic thing was uh, James and I, my husband and I are very uh, f- fans of superhero movies. We love superhero movies and, and TV shows. And, and uh, so somebody showed on some sort of meme that uh, the Avengers that Captain America was in front of New York city and they, you know how they have billboards and lights and everything in, in times square, right? There was like one billboard that had the coronavirus on there behind him. And it was just like in the movie. And so we, uh, we love the move, the show, the flash, but we never watch it when it's, um, you know, on regular TV because we don't have regular TV. So we just wait till it gets on Netflix or something. Right. So we're watching it months later so this is 2019 we're watching it in 2020 and partway through where they use this like this uh, it's like a whiteboard but it's actually like see-through but they put markers and they do all those formulas of how we're going to solve this problem you know so so the flash is talking and right to the side of his head is the coronavirus drawn out on the board and i was like oh, stop the, stop the that right so it's like this seating it's like this seeding 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 and so when people like you and me go hey you know wake up something's going on this doesn't make sense people oh you just saw that on the movie you just saw that on tv that's nothing (laughs) do you ever get that what they don't realize is that they put it on tv on purpose they put it in films on purpose to make us think you know they're not real they're just it's just fiction and that's what they do they hide the truth through movies so that everything that the truth is, is fictional and that it won't ever come out and they protect themselves from that. That's how they come up with these great movies. And you think, wow, how did they make that? You know, and it's, yeah, that's how they come out with it because they're true stories. Yeah. You know? true and, stories. Uh, they're, they're about 10,000 years ahead of us in, you know, in, ahead in technology than what we know, what we think, you know? Wow. So. Wow. That's but, amazing. Yeah. So, so, um, do you actually try, like, have you been trying to wake up your family members that are not, you know, uh, wanting to be woken up or how, how did you, how do you handle it now? Like, what do you talk, do you talk to them? You don't talk I, to them. I don't talk to them about it. They, there's no hope. <laughs> there's no... <laughs> did you try I at the beginning? Them. Cause I, I tried with my I family them. and it backfired. I love, 
I love them so much, but they have to find their own way. I mean, I've, I've tried to plant the seed, but if they don't want to look into it because they're not critical thinkers and that, you know, that's, that's up to them. They, they have to, you know, everyone's on their own journey, you know? So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that feel like in you emotionally? Are you at peace with that? Like you're just not talking about the stuff to them um, or yeah, do you I feel some angst I, at all? No, I feel that their soul has chosen, has chosen that. So, mm. you know, like I said, we're all on a journey. So they, you know, they should go as they, I, I've done my bit, you know, mm. I, I don't like conflict or anything like that. I like to be, I like to discuss things critically and I like to give facts. For example, if someone says to me something that I disagree with and I don't like it, um, I would want them to present me facts um, and I would look into it. And, um, but that's me. I don't live in, in, I don't live in denial. That's the way I am. I like to know the truth. I don't like to know things, you know, if I'm in a relationship and my partner's cheating on me, I want to know the truth. Not, I don't want to live in denial because it hurts. I want to know the truth Mm -hmm. so I can then move on, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, you know, my, my sister had contacted me because I had, uh, let the word uh, totalitarianism and communism slip into one of my emails to my parents. Um, And, uh, you know, my dad really had quite the stressful reaction to that. And he started sending me videos from mass media, like uh, mainstream media, rather, uh, about Q. And I'm like, follow Q, you know? And so my aunt had, I guess, told him that, unfortunately, you know, Karen has gotten into conspiracy theories, right? So he started sending me things. And then I, you know, started replying to these things. And he says, show me proof. I said, I'm happy to show you proof. How much time do you have? (laughs) And then my sister intervened at this point. And she, we did a private, you know, WhatsApp call. And and she's like, look, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm, I'm just wondering whether you would consider maybe abstaining from those kinds of conversations, because it seems to really stress out, you know, dad. And uh, as you know, stress is not good for the body. I said, yep, good point. You know, so I asked my father again, I said, look, I'm happy to give you the proof resources. He's very anti-Trump. And I, um, I don't want to talk about politics, uh, but you know, Cindy's thinking that maybe this is too stressful for you and maybe that's not good for your health either. So I'm giving you the choice. If you just don't want to know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, you know, I think I'm just going to sign on. The, I'm just going to stay on this side of the fence. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah. 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 So we, I mean, you know, we still have love, but not agree on things. <laughs> the thing is, we've come to a point where there's so many followers and not enough leaders. We need to be leaders and stand up for what we believe and educate mm-hmm. people. But we should all be like this. But it's the society we live in through food and water and medication, vaccines, many things that go into our bodies, edit our DNAs and make us submissive. And um, they've, dumb us, they've, they've dumbed us down over time. You know, it's like celebrities. Where are all the leaders? They're dead. Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. George Michael, Elvis mm-hmm. Presley, Michael Jackson, um, you know, all the, the, you know, Tupac, for example, you know, they're all gone. Um, and, but then when we look at, when we look at the celebrities today, they're all passive. They're all, you know, uh, they're all passive. They're easy to control their followers. And that's what they want. They want the followers, especially in that public eye so that they can use them to, as idols so that the masses can follow them and create fashion, create culture. 
that's what it all it, that's what all this is and it, it's all to do with cia infiltration and control like facebook and that's why now they're involved in censorship and youtube and like you and me i've had many videos and posts taken down from credible doctors credible doctors that have been around for 30 40 50 years you know and why are they why are they involved who who is facebook you know as far as i'm concerned they're just you know entrepreneurs who've created this platform and that's it why are they involved why are they involved with medical information or why they're involved in deciding what's good information and what isn't good information you know that you know that's so they claim it's not it's the truth and fact checkers came out when the truth started coming out you know? yeah. oh they're they're something else it's uh, i mean we, we just heard obama and dr tony you know anthony fauci and um and then there was emails you know it's all over the news that emails mm-hmm. have been leaked out and then i just received a document on an email you know a, a screenshot of an email of the of the leaked emails saying that you know to attend you know it was an email attention to dr fauci um, and in the subject, it was talking about a bio, you know, COVID-19 being a bioweapon and how the virus was created with all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fascinating. We, I, I think uh, James and I saw that on your telegram. So maybe at this point, um, before we go further, you can share with people the best way to connect with you, to get, connect with your, your videos uh, and uh, your telegram. The best way is um, my my um, bit shoot my bit shoot channel. Um, many of many people are not fully very aware of bit shoot. It's a alternative. It's an alternative platform to YouTube, but it allows us to speak freely about the concerns that we face today in society that are not censored like they are on YouTube. On YouTube, um, it's a great way to receive notifications if you want to subscribe on my YouTube because I do leave trailers on there um, of all of my interviews um, every single day. Um, and then I leave the link below to the full interview in the dis- in the video description, um, which takes you to BitChute. Um, and Telegram is another way I announce and share everything on Telegram that's like you know, that's like my home. <laughs> I love Telegram. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it as well. Fantastic. Yeah, but I share videos and files and I get so many, in, you know, information from people that wish they had a big platform to share it to. But so they send it to me and I and I share it. So I, I definitely, you know, try and share as many as much as information as possible from people who email me. And I and I'm very grateful for that. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. I put all my videos on, 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 uh, Telegram as well. So Telegram's a, a good place. I'd say it's the, uh, yeah, it's a good place. And, and so also my search website. for your name. Is that right? On Telegram? Just Nicholas Fenniarmin. Or if you can't find it, it's at Nicholas Fenniarmin, you know, um, you can find it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Well, wait, there's some questions that have popped up in my head since we're talking about Telegram and CIA and things like that. There's a rumor going around that, um, signal was somehow connected to the CIA. Um, so people are wondering how secure, you know, Telegram or Parler or, you know, uh, Signal, all these things are. I don't know if you have any information on that. I don't have any information on that as for now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to get in and buy Telegram and, you know, control that too. But I'm not sure. I've have, I haven't had any problems with censorship on Telegram. 
Um, Signal, I have no idea about Signal. I don't use Signal mm, for now. Okay. Might do in the future. Yeah. Um, I know WhatsApp, you know, now shares information with Facebook. So that's why a lot of people are looking for alternatives. Interestingly, BitChute as of June 1st changed their policies. I don't know if you read that. I did. I don't know if that's going to change things or not. It's kind of nebulous. Um, you know, what they decide is hate speech and what they decide is not hate speech. I don't, I don't. So I guess I'll have to wait and see. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. If it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We see, we see, but I've been uploading and none, none of them have been censored now. Yeah. And we speak about right. a lot of things, you know, with Gene Decode and Mel K and, you know, I think you, you know, your viewers would love them. Very, very interesting information. Very deep. We go into very, you know, deep details, you know, it's really interesting. I, 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 I thrive off it because I'm, I'm learning constantly. I'm literally asking questions all day, every day. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. right. So <laughs> you what know. about your law, like you personally, what about that law degree? I mean, now, I mean, obviously you're interviewing people almost every day. So like, how do you like fend for yourself money-wise? Like, are you still doing law? Like, what do you decide? Um, I, I'm not doing law at the moment. Um, I've left that. I just think it's a part of the system and that's the problem. It needs to change. The legal mm. system is really corrupt. The laws that they pass is unbelievable. Um, but when you understand constitution and you understand um, the Bill of Rights, Magna Carta and um, we the people, um, you start to understand how the power structure is so corrupt and the laws they pass. Um, yeah, um, and that's it. <laughs> right, right. So how do you like put food on the table? Like what have you done in COVID-19 to like still be able to prosper and be able to do what you love, but also have money coming in? If you don't mind answering that question, because I'm sure people are, you know, would love to do what you're doing as well, but just not really sure how that all works. Um, I, I don't really focus on, on that part, to be honest, um, because I came in this not focusing on that, but some people they ask that they want to donate or, or they want to, you know, um, help or whatever, or, you know, or might, I might have an affiliate, you know, that can help people and they want to give me something small, but I just want to be very, very clear um, that I'm not in it for this. I'm in it for truth. I'm in it to make a difference. If Donald Trump said to me, give up everything you've got in the UK come to the United States and I just wanted to polish my shoes, I would do it. <laughs> I, 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 or, or whatever, or, you know, I think I would love for Donald Trump to call me and say, we need someone to run CNN. Are you coming? <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. I would love to see that too. You know, you know? and it, it's, it's when I first met you on, you know, on the video, I just thought it was hilarious that here's this, you know, young person in the UK who, who, who loves Trump is talking about Trump and, you know, calling us patriots, which I think is hilarious because you're in the UK, you know, and, and, you know, you're Greek and you're British citizen and not American and you're more, you know, patriotic than I am. <laughs> well, you know, I think we can all be patriotic um, if we want to be and we can, you know, it doesn't matter what part of the world we're, we're in. This is a, a, a power global structure that needs to be dismantled and exposed and it starts from America. And if America falls, the whole world falls because the mm. America is a, is a superpower country of the world. Um, and it starts with there. That's why it's so important that Trump does return and he does get back in. And I believe he will. I believe that 
um, the, the, the evidence from voter fraud cannot, you know, is enough to overturn the elections and be restored. Yeah. Um, and that's what Mike Lindell's talking about and many others. So we're just waiting for that to happen. And I know Trump's character. And if, if that never happened, it would be very out of character of him. So um, I know Trump is a five-star person. He strives for excellence. He never gives up. And I, I just, just the energy that he lets off with his belief and his body language and his character and how he handles people and his businesses, I trust him. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I'm learning to you know, know more about the true him rather than the one that has been presented you know, by the media. Uh, him being a clown or misspelling the word coffee it's like ah it's all on purpose wow really you know like there's a lot of things that I've been learning and being more open about um last question for you Nicholas is just how do you stay calm centered healthy like what are your habits because getting the information the research that you do I'm imagining it can be really anxiety provoking for the average person to find out the truth which is kind of the ugly truth sometimes so how do you cope with that physically mentally emotionally well i use the same techniques the cabal have been using for many many decades and hundreds of years and that's manifesting and uh, i i'm the driver the driving seat of my thoughts i never i do not watch films i don't watch um um you know i don't watch uh, movies and that was the other thing i was going to say i don't listen to just any old music or that's it what i was going to say the mainstream media do not watch any of that I literally control what I think I'm conscious of, of my thoughts and I meditate. I eat healthy food. I speak to people that I love. I remember to count my blessings when I'm feeling down Mm. and um, yeah. And that's how I keep calm. You know, I think interviewing great people every day um, with the constant information, it's like therapeutic for me. It's like they're reassuring me, but really I'm doing a show, but they're reassuring me through my interviews and questions constantly without me realizing and I'm always in a good mood always I'm I I have surpassed the <laughs> that power you know that they've yeah, had, um, the, you know, the cabal have so you can't manipulate you emotionally at this point absolutely not you immerse yourself with the positive energy and with positive people and you're surrounding yourself with that and it sounds to me like when we were talking about you know your family is that you just have that love for them and just honoring and respecting where they want where what they want what their choices are not trying to push your agenda on them i'm sure if they asked you for advice you would certainly give it but um that i just sense a lot of peace around you um and i think that's to me as an energy healer light medicine doctor i think it's so important because each of us are like that little lighthouse all over the world and there's networks of us and as each of us get into that peace and love frequency we connect and we grid the whole world with this light and peace so um, Nicholas, thank you so much for who you are, what you're doing, and to share the information with the world and your love for the world. And uh, bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on your show. And thank you very, very much. And God bless you too. Bye bye. Yes, thank you. And just remember, everyone, nicholasvinyamin.com and uh, blow the radio show. We'll put the links there. You can connect with Nicholas on Telegram and BitChute. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until then next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. 
So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.